0: Which is the story that we were um, pagans and now we're monotheists. Then we read the Haggadah of learning of the Torah of the psukim tell the story through the psukim which is when we read Arami Abed Avi. And lastly, we read the Haggadah of Rabban Gabriel, which we raised before, which is the Haggadah of touchy feeling. I wanna do a mitzvah, I wanna taste it. What do you mean? What do you mean, freedom? Okay, you know something? Let's eat a bit of this. Let's eat some of that. See how you feel. Let's drink a bit of that. Let's eat some maror. See how you feel with that. It's it's a different kind of way of giving of the story. And this is pedagogically incredibly important because different people react differently. You can't just tell one story for everybody. Some people need a story which relates to kind of freedom and physical slavery. They want to talk about uh, the white slave trade and they want to talk about, they want to talk about freeing the world. Some people want to talk about spiritual meaning. Some people want to learn Torah, say, this is fluffy, give me a sauce. I want a sauce. Yeah, I like sauces. And some people want to just experience this and chew them, you know, and swallow them and experience it like that. And the Haggadah therefore says, let's do a bit of everything for everybody." And I want to show you now, it's to the thick, the thick chart here, thick sheet. I brought you now the whole of Magi. I brought it in Hebrew and English. I brought it just with a Kabad translation. That's as good as any. about is up online. It actually, I find pretty good in terms of their translations, they've got a lot of good stuff. the okay. board. And I've divided, yes. Okay. The spiritual one. Uh, Rav, Rav the Shmuel and Rav, okay? And then the Torah and then Rav, okay? We'll, we'll go through it, we'll go through it. Don't worry, you'll see it all night. What I've given you here in 10 pages is the whole thing. Um, and I've even divided it up into four like this, and this is my legal background that helps you do this. It. It's 1.1, 1.2, 1.3. <laughs> 2.1, 2.2, 2.3, 3.1, 3.2, 3.3, and 4.1, 4.2, 4.3. And I want to show you that each time you read these mini others each one has the same structure. It starts with questions, it then tells a story, and then it breaks out into spontaneous praise. I mean, as spontaneous you can be if you're doing something that's 3,000 years old. Okay? And you'll see there's a crescendo, it builds up. And it gets bigger each time. Look with me and you'll see how it works. We're not going to read every word inside, but I want to show you the structure. So look at page one. So in most Haggadahs, Magid starts with um, Halach Ma'anya. That is actually probably a mistake because really Halach Ma'anya is part of the thing that comes before which is Yachatz. Remember Yachatz, we take the matzah, divide it into two, and then you lift up the smaller part. You say Halach ma'anyah. This is the bread of Anya. Lots of different understandings the bread of affliction the bread of giving the answers the bread which gives us the understanding there's lots of different ways of understanding that's what the torah calls it so that's really part of the yashas so let's not worry about that so let's start with 1.1 we'll have to start with questions okay, So this is the haggadah of shmuel which is the physical redemption so what are the questions simple this is the icebreaker questions like we said at the beginning and it goes through all the four questions and this is the with the leaning one in here okay fine. That's nice and easy. So that's the questions. So let's tell a story. 1.2. We were slaves. Lefarab we o Mitzrayim. Hashem Misham took us out of there. We had with physical strength. with physical reach. Okay? Meaning plagues were physical. There was, there was frogs and there was, uh, you know, and again, with young kids, it's easy. Because you can get plastic frogs and ping pong balls for hail and all that kind of shtick that, that is really interesting for kids. So, this is a physical redemption. And if we hadn't come out of it and realized that we need to be free, then we'd still have been slaves. And you can talk about, well, us, the people still are slaves to the job and they work 20 hours a day and they can't get out of it. There's no, oh, you know, what is slavery, et cetera? You can have the whole discussion. And then you can they tell a story. There's a story of these five rabbis. assume you've been through the Hangola, maybe with someone else a little bit. Yeah? I'm not the first person to hear, right? Yeah. Right, so there's the five rabbis who were in Bnei Brak. Yeah, uh, and why were they in Bnei Brak? Why were they from? Who's the room seder? Have you seder? Why did Brak was the town of Rabbi Akiva? He was a rabbi of Brak. But some of these people there were not from Bnei Brak. and then some of these people were his own rabbis. They were his own. Why did they go to his house? The same? and why, as the story goes, they were learning all night until the Talmudim came in the morning and said that it's it's getting light. It's time to say Shema in the morning. What's the story here? So all of these people lived at the time of the Hadrianic persecutions. That's when they historically lived. They were at a time where the Jewish people were at war with the Romans and losing war. Bar Kokhba. Okay? And they were now being destroyed by the Romans. This was a Holocaust time. Who are you going to go to to feel a little bit of positivity in such a negative time? Rabbi Akiva is the answer. Because these same five rabbis are brought down the Gomorrah Marcus, who are standing and looking down at the base of Mikdash, and they see foxes running in and out. Foxes might just be a way of referring to Roman soldiers running in and out of the destruction. And all the rabbis start crying, same group. And Rabbi keeps starts laughing. Remember the story? And he said, said to him, why are you laughing? And he said to them, why are you crying? We're crying because we never thought we'd live to see such a terrible time, even though it was predicted. And he says, that's why I'm laughing. I, said, I never thought that as well. But now I realize that all those predictions that who thought that was ever going to happen have happened. So all the other predictions that are going to be great will also happen, which gives me a sense of positivity. That's why they're in labor and they're in hiding. That's why they don't know gets light. They come and tell them. Maybe it's even a code sign for the Romans are coming. It's time to say Krishna. You all sorts of interesting background as well to them. Okay, fine. So that's the story, but it's a physical story. What do we phys- physical questions? What do we eat? Why do we eat this? Why do we mean this? Why do we chew that? And a physical story about how we got out of Egypt, how there were people who were enslaved, we're talking about the Holocaust, and there were people who, who bring their concentration camp, you know, uniforms to the Seder to show we were slaves, etc. But now, of course, remember the three parts? Start with questions, you tell a story, and then you break into praise. praise. And, there's always, and by the way, we, we sense this. We sing these words. The third part of each of these four sections, we always sing. The, uh, Baruch, Baruch HaMakam. Here, yeah, Baruch HaMakam. Whatever you sing to it. People always sing this line. Okay? Oh, one line, not so long. It's not a big song. It's nice. Fine. therein ended the first Haggadah. We've had the questions, Manish Dana. We've had the story about Hayin, the physical redemption. And we've had the line of praise, a song, a quick song. Okay. Now is the Haggadah of Rav. The Haggadah of spiritual redemption. Remember he said... The bad news was we were idolaters, and now we're, we're, we're monotheists. So we need to start with some new questions. But what questions are there? There's the Gemara. This is the Can I get a There were four types, like personality types, talked about when the Torah says your child will ask you: the chacham, the rasha, the tam, and the one who doesn't even ask the question. And you ask all these interesting questions. What's a chacham? What the kind of questions does a does a rasha say? Who is a rasha? Is a rot for somebody who doesn't keep mitzvahs? What if they don't know? What if they were given bad, you know, chinuch? What if they were, you know, badly treated? Who are, these, are, these are not physical questions. These are very spiritual questions. What is a Baal Tuba? Can everybody have Bill Baal Somebody says to you, I'm not a Baal Tuba. Like, why not? What's wrong with you? Why are you not a Baal Tuba? What's your problem? What does it mean to connect? What is a Tam? Like, the Tam is simple. Why is he simple? Is he simple because he's simple? Is he simple because he just didn't get education? And what's going on with this last kid that doesn't even know how to ask? What's wrong with him? He's even worse than the rasha. Why can't he ask something? What well, the Talmud, he says, mazot. You don't even know what to say, mazot. You know, in, sometimes in the, in the, in the goddess, they draw a picture of this uh, Enoi De Elisha as like a two-year-old. That's ridiculous. Two-year-olds don't have any mix. Okay, so these are four new questions. And then we tell a new story, which I do quite quickly, 2.2, look at page three. Then it's the story of okay. This is the story of going from paganism to monotheism. Okay. We tell that story. And then we break into spontaneous praise. And now it's a bit longer. On bottom of page three. And you can sing the old traditional song. You can do that. You can do the Shweki one. And like wave your mobile phones as it were, uh, he shall die. you can do all that. But the point is, this is the spontaneous praise at the end of the second pagoda. And that's the end of the second. Pagoda. I need to go on because people are going to get and see in five minutes. Okay, that's the second. Record. So again, it started with questions, different kinds of questions. It had a story which was the spiritual story, and it ended with a slightly bigger song, which is spontaneous praise. Next, the story of the psukkim. Some children want to say, let's learn. I want to see it inside. I don't want some rabbi to tell me. I want to see the psukkim. So, new questions. Say on the mat. Okay, let's go and learn. Says the, yeah, I got it. Not Bikish Lava, Harami, Lasso, the Akkos. What exactly was the problem? Why are we were getting at Lava? That an, an Aramean tried to destroy my father? What's Lavan got to do with UCSB tribe? How does the story of the terror work? What, what does Lava have to do with UCSB tribe? Why is Lavan to blame for the exile and the slavery? it, no. Why are the Jewish people in the tribe? Just to trace it back. Why are they there? Japan. Because of the family. How did the family get there? No, the, family. the famine. Okay. Okay. Fine. They but why did it. they go to Egypt? Because Joseph was there. Yeah. They went to Egypt. That's why they stayed in Egypt. That's yeah. Why was Joseph there? Because his, because, his because his brother sold him. Why did they sell him? They they because they were jealous. Why were they jealous? The father, father because it's why did the father show favoritism? Because he was never meant to be married, so married to Mary Leia. and Rachel was meant to be his oh. wife. And yes, was meant to be the firstborn. And if that happened, none of the problems would have. happened. So it's the woman's yeah. fault. No, it's the fault. Yes, <laughs> the fault. <one> <laughs> Love him, love him to blame. He messed up there whole thing in the beginning. Oh, okay, So then we say, that's a new question. Let's learn them. Suck. And then we get into suck and we dash and then we go through each line. And they went down and they went here and they went there. And, and there were this number and that number. And then we end up with the 10 plagues, which gets really exciting. And we, and we say how many plagues were there and, and what to say. And there were even more at the Red Sea. And maybe there were 200 and maybe there were 250. All of these exciting things. And now we're really geared up because we've just been learning Torah for the last like 10, 15 minutes. And we're really in the sukim. So now we really want to break into a really good song. It's no, you know, you can't just do borakhamakam or the amda. So what do we do now? 3.3? Hello. No, not yet. we no 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 we're not there yet. 3.3. 3. We're in the third agada. Okay. Exactly. We've got to sing dayenu. Meaning, and and now and this is this is a great song. I mean, this is a song. This has got, like, 20 lines, and it's got, like, you know, responses, back and forth, and all that kind of stuff. This, this, is, a, this is a good song, because our songs is getting better, as each Haggadah is fine, but that's the end of the third Haggadah. Okay, the first Haggadah was the Haggad was physical slavery redemption. So we asked Manish Pano, we said, and then we said Baruch HaMach. The second Haggadah was spiritual uh, redemption. We asked Chacham, Racha, et cetera. We told the story of Tzchila O'Berba, We said, Behisha, Amda. The third Haggadah is, Raman Gamliel, is uh, the Torah of Sukkim. Let's learn the Sukkim. What's the Lama? How did the story happen? And we got to know of Sukkim. And then we ended up with Dai Dai. So now the fourth Haggadah is Rabban Gamaliel's. And we, if you turn to page 8, you we'll see. Shailah, now it's a new question. So Rabban Gamaliel says, and this is how he focused his Haggadah. Why do we eat these things? Because we're about to eat them, right? What's the fuck we um, The category is redemption through mitzvah. Meaning we become three... Free, free from doing mitzvah, the idea of being macabre, the Torah, we do things, we are, we are for Hashem in that sense, and therefore why do we eat Pesach, why do we eat matzah, why do we eat marrow? and we give the story because da, 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 da. okay, and then we end up with the Megasong, which as I said is Hallel we start saying the first, Hallel, first bit of Hallel, if you look here bottom of page 9 we end up the last part of our goddess saying the "Pikaf the the We are now, obligated not just the thing, but the Hodot, the Halel, the shaber, the Fa'er, the Ramesh, the Hader, the Varech, the the Kaleis Amazing, amazing phrase, okay? We speak how far we can in this goddess, and then we sing the first two paragraphs of Halel mm-hmm. and then we drink a Kais and say cheers uh, to our Korsbarapu and say great paragraph and then we are good. That's the whole of that maggot in like a nutshell. But it's very structured. It's four things, each of which consists of three things. And every time it's questions, answers, praise. Question, answers, praise, different types of story for different types of people so that everybody feels some connection. And then your job is to find a way of making this relevant to the people that you're Seder. Now, this year, you're probably more likely to be sitting at somebody else's Seder, but it won't be very long. If not already, when you're leading story, and they have to be planned, they have to be choreographed. You can't just wing it on the night. You have to work out who's doing what, who's going to be the russia. And you can't ask Uncle Harry to be the russia. He's always the russia, and he'll think yeah. he's got to be married out. And, then, you know, and you have to, you have to, you have to plan it. You have to plan it every time. Yeah, and there's always the people who say the same, you know, the line. There's always a few lines that someone has to say the same line. Oh, I can't drink this much wine so late tonight. Just give me a drop. Like, terrified. that's why. Why don't we eat carosis all year long? It's yummy. You know, fun. Ah, um, I I, love let it. me give you a piece of advice, though, just to finish with a practical advice, ladies. One of the ways that makes your Seda more successful is number one, getting some rest on Arapeza, which is hard because it's a busy day, but you have to make that happen for you and your kids. Go to bed, even if you just lie in bed trying to fall asleep, but don't fall asleep. Just relax, it helps. Number two, make sure you eat enough on eref Pesa. Meaning I know you're not allowed to have a big meal just before you're on but the point is that you won't eat till late. You know, if you do a Seder, you might not eat till 11 o'clock at night later. So sit down at four, what we do in the mannings, we have breakfast, we have lunch, and then at four o'clock we sit down, we have chicken and potatoes and carrots and da, da, da. We have something serious, so that by 11 o'clock at night, we're all passing out. Because otherwise, everyone's like, oh, just, oh, come on. I don't care how many mitzvahs, miracles, they were at the city. I'm just so exhausted. So. Like, you don't want that, right? And most important of all, as you're reading the baguette, bring out coffee, tea, soda, coke, caffeine. Absolutely. Absolutely. You are absolutely, there's a mahlochus, whether you are or you're not. Most people say that you are. And it's absolutely not a problem. And what's more, it's, it's a big advantage, because you get to do the Torah mitzvah, of Haggadah, much better with a bit of caffeine inside. Uh, we also have a rule in the Manning House, you can do this if you like, which is that if anyone wants to give a or during magid, fantastic. Two conditions. It has to be relevant and on the story, not some weird gematria of you take this, minus this, minus this, you get this, focus, yeah, which is lack of reasons why you shouldn't be asked to take it in the middle. And we'd love to hear anything you have to say, as long as it takes less than two minutes. If you haven't got oh. a turret that's more than two minutes, we'd love to hear it during the meal. Mm-hmm. During the meal, but not during mag. Okay. So my suggestion to you is rest, food on Arab Pesa, caffeine, I'll say night, and like some restrictions on your turret length. And I, I think they are four good tips for having a is... Uh, and it's not a competition. You don't have to go later than the people next door. Oh, what time did you finish? Or we finish even later than you finish. Like, you. Oh, come on. I will like that one. Like a pill, a pill, a pill. Okay. My sister went to it's my went for the shop. to My next week. your kid. No, your kid still matter Okay, ladies. Okay. I wish okay. you a packed up a air.